you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Six. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm great, DJ. Uh, we're one step closer to the regular season. We had a great uh, weekend of preseason games. We got a chance to see, I guess, a little bit of the dress rehearsal. A lot of people played their starters into the second quarter. So I feel a lot better about uh, prognostications and how some of these teams will play. Yeah, we're going to, uh, speaking of prognostications, that's kind of what we're going to hit today. We're going to go through a bunch of rookies, and uh, this is an article you'll be able to find up at NFL.com. Uh, I do this every year, just kind of pick out a dozen offensive guys, and I'll do a dozen defensive guys, kind of a best case, worst case. Like, if everything goes really, really well, this is what this year will look like. If uh, if things get a little bit off track, kind of a worst case scenario, and then I give you, uh, you know, which is a total shot in the dark, just some projections on stats and and what those could look like. Uh, for these guys. So uh, about a dozen uh, rookies, we're going to get to that. We have uh, some other news we're going to hit. We we talked about a position battle last week. 
with the Carolina mm-hmm. Panthers and their quarterback position. That one has been decided just as we start this podcast. Now, on today's show, we're going to talk about another quarterback battle um, and where that stands and what our predictions are for that. But before we get to all this fun stuff, Buck, i got to tell you a quick story. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so I've – I'm I'm not a handy guy. I'm not. You know, I've talked about how I busted my toe up dropping a mirror on my toe. Just ridiculous, right? And so I'm finally the toe's getting better, doing good. Um, and then the other day I'm opening up boxes and trying to get settled, and I got a brand new sharp knife. Go to open the box, shoot, slice, no. slice my finger, slice my finger. I mean, I'm I'm a train wreck. Okay. I can't be trusted with with sharp no. objects. I I can't be trusted. Okay, so but here's the so, story. So here here's the story though, Buck. So this thing hurts like it you know i probably i don't know if i need a stitch i don't know but i got it i just got it wrapped up take the it, it hurts so anyways we go to the game i got the charger game they're playing uh, the other night against the cowboys and i'm like you know what? i'm not gonna go down in the field before the game because everybody is gonna say hi and there's gonna be a lot of handshakes and i'm like you know I'm, i have to fist bump and it just it could be you get the awkward handshake fist bump i don't want to deal with it so I don't go down, but we always have guests that come into the booth, as you know. Like yeah. you have guests come in there yeah. for, for pregame. So we have the great Dan Fouts is going to come in and spend a good oh, chunk wow. of time with, with Money and I. Yeah, grew up in San Diego. Dan Fouts is the guy. He well, Dan Fouts kid, comes in the yeah. booth. Yeah, it's Dan Fouts, Hall of Famer. Dan Fouts comes up and walks over to you and sticks his hand out. You can't give Dan Fouts a fist bump. This is Dan Fouts, Hall of Famer Dan Fouts. So I gave the handshake with like the finger like this and like tried to just like shake. It, it was just, I don't think he knew. I thought, I think I might've pulled it off, but it was a, uh, it was a lot of pressure. That's like being able, you got to react real time right there, Buck. You got to be able to react. You have to be able to react, but I'm going to tell you this. Um, you need to quit doing the handy stuff around the house. I know, man. Like, like I, Look, I, I know it, it pains you, but um, from here on out, I, I believe that you need to find a handyman that can do all of the, the odds and ends, and you just have to stick to that. It may cost you a little bit more, but you have to set aside a little cash and have a handyman come and do it because the injuries that you have started to accumulate. They're mounting. To think yeah, they're mounting. From. Yeah, like, yeah. And so to protect you against yourself, we – we're going to find you a handyman. So if any of our listeners yeah. and viewers can find somebody, they want to volunteer in that San Diego, yeah, San in the San Diego, Diego area. area. Yeah. Yeah. At a reasonable price, we can, we can do it because we cannot have you continue to be on injury reserve and the disabled. List I mean, these, these I'm so scarred right now. I mean, I get a new t-shirt and it comes with a tag on it. I mean, I don't even <laughs> want to pick up a pair of scissors to cut the tag off. I mean, it's just like, Nope, can't wear it. Got to wait. Got to wait a little bit. Got to get that. Got a little PTSD there. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let, let's jump in and uh, and get going here. Let's talk about some of these rookies. Best case, worst case. Um, I'll kind of give you my thoughts on them and then mm-hmm. uh, kind of what I'm projecting for them in their year one. We'll split this up. We'll do half of them. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back and do the other half. Let's start off here again. Just grab 12 guys that I was intrigued by. Let's start off, first of all, Drake London uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. Big wide receiver out of USC. Uh, best case. Yeah, Buck, this was a high-volume target guy at USC before he got hurt. I mean, I think he would have won the Blitnikoff Award if he, if he didn't get hurt mm-hmm. on his ankle. Um, but just, you know, tons and tons of production. Inside, outside, he can do the same thing for the Falcons. Talk about him and Pitts, best case, they really team up with one another and create some mismatches for opponents. So that's the best case. Worst case, Buck's coming off of an injury uh, and missed some time in camp. Maybe it takes him a little while to get up to speed and could be a situation where this offense just doesn't, put themselves in a lot of scoring opportunities. I still think worst case scenario though, 
volume wise, uh, he's going to be in good shape. I think he gets a lot of targets. I think he get, gets a lot of balls. So my overall projection for him for the year, again, take it with a grain of salt, throwing a little bit of a dart here, but 80 catches, 950 yards, six touchdowns. I think that's very reasonable for Drake London year one. <laughs> well, I think it's reasonable because he will, um, in a way, be their number one receiver. You're going to have Kyle Pitts. Uh, you would like to think that most teams are going to come in and take away Kyle Pitts and force the ball to go elsewhere. That leaves Drake London with plenty of opportunities if he can win one-on-ones. I think your projection is reasonable. About 900 yards. That'd be a very, very solid uh, rookie season for Jake London coming out of USC. Yeah, we'll see. It's excited to watch him. Uh, let's go to a running back here. How about Kenneth Walker? We haven't talked too much about Kenneth Walker, the third here. You know, he's got this, it looks like a hernia injury. Pete Carroll hasn't been, you know, exact in terms of what he's dealing with. He kind of just pointed to the stomach and the core area there. Mm-hmm. Um, so best case scenario, that gets healed up quickly. Um, he shows, a, you know, vast improvement in the passing game. Didn't get a lot of opportunities there at Michigan State. Um, shows that he's a viable candidate, can actually earn some reps on passing downs instead of just being an early down back. Um, so that's kind of the positive scenario. We look at the worst case scenario. It's a little bit slow coming back from this injury. They're cautious with him, trying to kind of see the big picture. Uh, if you're the Seahawks with a lot of young players, and then it's kind of a committee approach. They've got a lot of backs there. Um, so nobody really emerges as that lead back. And then, you know, it takes a while for him to gain, uh, some, some confidence and some support to be able to use him in passing situations. I, I said, look, 175 carries, 700 yards, four touchdowns. I gave him 20 catches, you know, 160 yards and a touchdown. So just kind of that's a solid that's a solid start there. Yeah, solid start for the Seahawks, uh, Ricky. Now I would say if the Seahawks have their way, they would love to have him and Rashad Penny kind of share the workload. But a lot of it would depend on quarterback play. Can the quarterback play well enough that they're able to run the ball against maybe lighter boxes? But right now, whether it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke, we'll see. I, I think everyone's going to try and stuff the box and make it very, very difficult for the Seahawks to run. So getting to that number it could be a little tougher for Kenneth Walker unless he gets better quarterback play in front of him. Yeah, um, look, it's a, it's a team encouraged by what we've seen from the two rookie tackles that they have up there uh, playing well. Looks like both those guys are going to be really good players. We talk about uh, Cross and, and Abe Lucas, Charles Cross and Abe Lucas. So it'll uh, be fun to watch them. Uh, let's go uh, Garrett Wilson with the Jets, Buck. Um, best case scenario, this offense takes a major leap. Uh, Matt LaFleur's second year. You know, maybe get a little bit of Joe Flacco early in the season before you get to Zach Wilson. Uh, he leapfrogs Corey Davis on the uh, on the depth chart, and then you've got a lot of coverage dedicated towards Elijah Moore. I think is really one of the emerging star receivers in the league. Um, and so you get a, a, a nice number two weapon there in in Wilson. Worst case scenario, Zach Wilson gets back in the lineup. The accuracy issues that we saw last year uh, those don't go anywhere. Still produces some wow catches uh, as he's done throughout training camp, but maybe not the production that you want. I kind of split the difference with the projection. 55 catches, 725 yards, four touchdowns. A lot of mouths to feed. We're going to get to Brees Hall in a little bit. I think he's going to have a huge year. You've got those receivers. You've got three tight ends they can work through. I think this offense is much better. I think he's going to be a great player. I just don't know how much volume he's going to be able to get here. Yeah, now the, the volume will be a problem. And I'm a little concerned because Zach Wilson, we don't know when he's going to show up. If Zach Wilson is the bona fide starter from week one, then I feel better about the numbers. With Joe Flacco, I just don't know. Does it change the offense in terms of are they more conservative with Joe Flacco and more wide open with Zach Wilson? How does Zach Wilson respond to the injury? Do they need to protect him? So now they can't do some of the things that we heard that they wanted to do uh, in the offseason. Uh but make no mistake, like Gary Wilson is, is going to be a stud. And because he's an outstanding route runner, we've seen in this league, route runners find a way to get open and have success. Um, solid expectations by you. I think he, he should be able to hit all those numbers. 
Yeah. Uh, let, let's get to his teammate here, Chris Olave at, at Ohio State. Uh, best case scenario for Olave, man, the momentum that he's he's created, I think that carries over to the regular season. Uh, that's going to be a positive for him. Jameis Winston is going to be an aggressive quarterback that he's always been wanting to push the ball vertically. And Olave ends up being that vertical guy uh, in this offense. You've talked about it before. The Saints offense has kind of always had that speed guy. Uh, so Olave takes over that role. Downside, I don't really see a lot of risk here, Buck. I, I think he's got a high floor. You know, maybe Michael Thomas reemerges as that target hoarder. Um, but I still think mm. there's going to be plenty of opportunities for Olave. I went 70 for 907 touchdowns. You know what? I believe he is going to be the big play specialist in this offense. So I'm thinking high yards per catch average, but maybe not as many targets. And so at the end of the year, I am expecting to see him anywhere over 15 yards per catch means that he has kind of delivered those explosive plays that have been lacking in this offense. I, he's he's going to score touchdowns because that's what he did at Ohio State. And he's going to make big plays down the field because that's what his speed will create opportunities down the field. I just don't know if he'll get the volumes because there are a lot. You talk about miles of feet. There's a lot. Yeah. You think about Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Alvin Kamara, a lot of guys that are kind of up on the list when it comes to the pecking order. But the big plays will happen when Crystal Lobby wins on one on one backside. Yep, man, no doubt. I think he is that vertical guy for them, uh, can hit some home runs. How about the third Buckeye or former Buckeye? Of course, we know he transferred to Alabama, but he was with those two at Ohio State. That's Jamison Williams uh, with the Lions. Best case scenario to me, let's start first of all, take your time, get him fully healthy, get him on the field. No, no hiccups with his recovery from injury. That's going to be big. That's the most important thing. Uh, upon his arrival, once he does get in the lineup, you see a vertical element to this Lions passing attack that just simply hasn't been there. Um, and he flashes enough to get everyone excited about next year. Talking about maybe, nobody knows, but maybe mid-November uh, when he gets on the field. Worst case scenario, that might take a little time to regain the confidence in the knee. Uh, the offense kind of remains horizontal with Jared Goff, kind of what it's been. Um, but I still believe you're going to see you know, some run after catch. But even if they aren't stretching him vertically, he can use that speed uh, and make things happen after the catch. So I was real conservative with him, just not knowing how much he's going to play uh, when he's going to get back on the field. I went 35 for 550 and three touchdowns, but showing you the glimpses of what he can be and get everybody excited about 2023 in Detroit. Yeah, they should be excited because the new number nine in Detroit has big play potential uh, for Jameson Williams to get permission from Matthew Stafford to continue on uh, to wear number nine. I think that's big for him. He wanted a number. And I think when you request a number, that means you got to be big time because that's what I would tell my players. And so if Jameson Williams is able to play and play a significant amount of time, he's going to have an impact because I look there. Amon Ross St. Brown is, is a monster. Um, you have DJ Chark, who's also a big play threat. Uh, you have Josh Reynolds, who also kind of fills in, but those guys aren't Jameson Williams, and they don't bring that that explosive right now element that he will bring whenever he's ready. I think you'll see from him a big play a game, and so I, those numbers are solid. But I think he's going to be a big play factor in this offense. Yep, just a matter of of how much we're going to see of him this year. All right, here's a tease for you. Coming uh, right back after this, I'm going to give you the guy who I think is going to have the best rookie receiving year of all these guys. We talked about some big names. Uh, this one we have not talked about yet. I am very bullish on somebody in the NFC East. We'll get to that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. All right, Buck, we talked about this player's having the best hands 
in last year's draft class. Um, some unbelievable catches for him at Penn State. Now, Jahan Dotson, he goes mm-hmm. to the Washington Commanders. He's there with Carson Wentz. And this is one, when I'm thinking about best case, this this is going to be a big year for him. And, and maybe I'm just too optimistic, but I think with him and Terry McLaurin, they've got two guys that can do everything. They can stretch you, they can push you, but then they also have the route running chops to be able to, to cut you up underneath. Um, so to me, I think that, that you have a big year from Jahan Dotson, not only some of that vertical stuff, but showing he's a complete route runner. A lot of attention and coverage goes to Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's got an opportunity to make some things happen. Worst case scenario, again, I, I would say really just kind of injury. I, I think if he's healthy and on the field, um, I think this guy has a big year. Uh, I think he's a complete receiver. Uh, I think he's going to – he already has earned the trust of his quarterback, and that continues on into the regular season. The commanders, I don't know how good they're going to be. They might be chasing some points mm-hmm. against teams, which could lend itself to some production. So he's the receiver I have with 1,000 yards. I got him 75 catches, 1,000 yards, and five touchdowns. I think the, the commanders have 2,000-yard receivers this year with him and McLaurin. Wow, 2,000-yard receivers. You're not even talking about Deyami Brown. Deyami Brown, no. the big well, threat your, on the other yeah, side. Yeah, but I, mean, I think the targets I, I are going it, to these two dudes. I, get it. I mean, so what I like about the commander's offense, those two guys that you pointed out, uh, Terry McLaurin is a legitimate number one receiver who can do everything that you want to see. John Dodson is outstanding as a route runner, but he also has terrific big play skills when it comes to catch and run, the things that he can do after the catch. And so there are going to be opportunities out there. The only question that I have is how good is Carson Wentz going to be in this offense? Can Scott Turner get uh, Carson Wentz to settle into this offense where he can take advantage of all the weapons that are at his disposal? If Carson Wentz plays well, I think you're more likely to see your guy behind Dawson hit that number. But if they have struggles at the quarterback position, it's going to be tough for my man to make big plays. Yeah, again, I told you, sometimes you got to go out on a limb and push it, push your ships in on somebody. You're I'm all the way out there. On him. You're all the way out there. Yeah, I, I pushed it in. I pushed it in. Um, let's get to another one here, Traylon Burks uh, with the Tennessee Titans. Some struggles early on, it sounded like, in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that this is a this is such a, a typical Titans receiver. I think they know how to use players like this. I think when you're talking about him, what he can do physically, uh, playing above the rim, making plays after the catch. Um, the opportunities because of the run game, you're going to get big play potential down the field. So that's kind of the upside with him. Uh, the downside, I think, just you know, continuing to develop as an overall route runner. Maybe that takes a little bit of time. It's a run dominant team, um, so you know who knows how many opportunities he's going to get just in terms of spreading the ball around. So that would be kind of the downside. I went 65 catches, 900 yards, uh, four touchdowns is where I ended up with Traylon Burks, and I think you're going to see him better as the season goes along. He gets more comfortable. Yeah, I think he has to be comfortable. He has to get comfortable with the conditioning. He has to get comfortable with the speed and the physicality of the game. There's no doubt, though, they don't have a choice. He has to play well. When they let go of A.J. Brown, and even though Robert Woods is there, they need someone else on the other side to be a factor. And that guy that they're counting on is Traylon Burks. And so I believe they kind of throw him into deep water. He figures out eventually how to swim, and he has to make plays. I think it's been a little bit of a, a culture shock for him, getting used to the pro game. But hopefully by about the middle of the season, He'll settle in. He'll figure out. He'll start making the same kind of big plays that he made throughout his tenure at Arkansas. All right. The next one up, we're going to fast forward because uh, a little bit later on, we're going to talk about that quarterback battle with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't want to give away what we're going to do there. So I'm going to skip over Kenny Pickett. I'm going to get to Brees Hall, another jet here. Um, best case scenario. Buck, I'll, I'll show you. Sometimes you got to put your money where your mouth is. I, I play in one fantasy league. That's it. One fantasy league. I had the 11th wow, got, pick. Huh? 11th got, pick huh? in fantasy. 
And I think, I don't know, the fantasy ratings have him in the 40s. I don't know, 50s, somewhere like that. All the, all the fantasy gurus. I took him with the 11th pick. I pushed my wow. chips in. So when you wow. say how much you believe in Brees Hall, I, that's how much I believe in him. I think he's going to have a monster year. I think he is a stud. I think he's going to emerge as a bell cow back. You can see the burst that he has, the speed. You saw that run he had against the Atlanta Falcons in the joint practices the other day. This is a, a run-friendly scheme uh, with Matt LaFleur. I think he flourishes. He becomes their bell cow back. Um, so worst-case scenario, I don't have one really because I've, I've gone all in. 250 carries, 1,150 yards, eight touchdowns. I think he catches 55 balls for another 504. So I've got him with 12 total touchdowns, Buck, and gosh, over 1,500 total yards. I know that's big. I know that's bold. Um, but I'm in, I'm in on Brees Hall, man. You're all the way in on Brees Hall. Totally. That's offensive rookie of the year type numbers. That's that what he's going to be. Projecting he's going to he's going to be the offensive and, rookie. There, just give send him the trophy right now. It's over. Oh wow! And in looking at him, he reminds me of a, a look the the, the Levy and Bell that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers in With terms juice. of ability to run, run the ball, catch it out the backfield, do a bunch of different things in the slot, out wide in the backfield. A lot of creativity. Uh, that could take place because of his versatility. He has potential. He has potential to be an all-star. The Jets. I like Michael Jets Carter a lot. Yeah. But, but Michael Carter is not going to take over. This dude is different. This is a different, different animal now. And he's, he's you know, you, you can talk about Lev Bell and some of the, the patience and the fluidity. And all. This is a 4-3 dude. And you see it once he gets yeah. out in the open, you ain't catching him. Uh, no, he's so not getting caught. I, I know, you know, look about the offensive line. They're going to be fine. Uh, their, their interior is going to be really good. I love the two guards that they have. So uh, he, he'll be just fine. All right, George Pickens, we've talked about a bunch. You don't need to spend a bunch of time here. Um, you know, I think he's going to be one of those top three receivers for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big plays, flash plays. Um, I think that's what we're going to see. We saw the physicality that he had uh, in the preseason week one. Week two, the numbers weren't as good. Um, but I think he has a solid year. Worst case scenario, you know, it's just a – you know, them trying to figure out the quarterback situation and, and maybe they don't have as much of a vertical element of the passing game as you'd like. But I still think it's a really solid year for him. 65 catches, 845 yards, six touchdowns, and really, you know, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, uh, and now George Pickens. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers know how to evaluate wideouts, and I think he has a role, a prominent role for this team. Yeah, having a chance to watch it up close and personal this weekend, uh, Pickens just moves differently. He's just so smooth. Mm. It's funny because... I can't call him a, a, a polished or precise route runner, but he is a tremendous athlete with great hand-eye coordination. And as the number three receiver, when you have a big Chase Claypool on one side, Deontay Johnson, who can play inside and outside on the other, it really creates plenty of big one-on-one -on -one opportunities, big play one-on-one -on -one opportunities um, for Pickens. And the Steelers love pushing the ball down the field. I think they're going to find a way to make sure that this guy gets the ball and gets the time. Yep, uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, let's go a couple more here. Sky Moore, um, again, just a lot of pieces to fit into the puzzle there with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think he's going to be somebody you can plug into the slot. You can probably see him carry the ball a little bit too. Uh, best case scenario, I, I think you see him grow as the season goes along, and I think you're going to see some run-after-catch stuff that's big time from him. Uh, worst case scenario is just, you know, there's just a lot of other guys are trying to incorporate. So, uh, maybe takes a minute for him. I still think you see him turn it on at the end of the year. 55 catches, 700 yards, five touchdowns where I went with Sky Moore. Two wise, Buck, two wise. Uh, two wise. And, you know, the reports coming out of Kansas City, I don't know if you had a chance to watch them completely slice up the commanders Ooh. when the ones were in. Like, everyone is worried about 
how are the Kansas City Chiefs going to live without Tyreek Hill? They'll be fine. They're going back to some of that old school <laughs> West Coast offensive stuff. The system is going to create opportunities for these guys to get catches, and they're good enough. Scott Moore, though, his run after catchability could separate him a little bit from Juju Smith-Schuster and some of those other guys. This offense is going to roll, and he's going to be a major part of that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, last one here, James Cook, running back for the Buffalo Bills, one of our favorites. We love the fit. Talk about mm-hmm. talk about an offense, just open it up. Holy moly. Um, yeah, they, they got after it. Somebody must said something. I don't know what happened there, but they, they got after it a little bit in their last preseason game. I don't know what, what got into them. But uh, anyways, James Cook, um, they've got a nice little uh, trio of backs now uh, in Buffalo. You think about Moss and Devils, Devin Singletary. Uh, now you throw him in the mix. We've talked about what he can do in the passing game. To me, that's best case scenario. He really emerges as a pass catcher out of the backfield, and he's going to hit some home runs uh, in the run game. Worst case scenario, I mean, they just have been allergic to running the football in the past. I know they've given lip service. They want to do it more. They want to be more committed to it. You know, let's see if they do. It's got to be awful tempting when you've got Josh Allen, the superhero back there. Uh, almost feels like a wasted play when you turn around and hand the ball off. But uh, I think we do see Buffalo run it a little bit more this year. I want 130 carries, 585 yards, two touches, uh, 45 catches, though. Good amount of catches, 405 mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns. It's a, it's a it's an elite offense. So he just got to find his role. I think he will. Yeah, and lead offense, if we were tracking the carries, I think a lot of those carries come in the second half. They're going yeah. to throw to get up, and they're going to run uh, the ball to run the clock out. And with Josh Allen, all eyes are on 17, so that means uh, James Cook should run against light boxes. He's going to make a ton of plays. Josh Allen's athleticism makes the defense probably overreact to when Josh Allen does some of those fake zone read type things where it looks like he may have the option to pull it. That is going to allow James Cook to run scot-free in the middle. Uh, he has big numbers. I think he goes well over that number that you're projecting. He is uh, he becomes the starter. He becomes the workhorse. He becomes a big time difference maker for them. Yeah. No. I, look, Devin Singletary played really, really well down the stretch. So it's just going to be a matter of you know how they want to divvy those carries up. I, mean, I think uh, they've got an interesting combination of skills uh, with the guys that they have there. Buck, you got a chance to see this one up close. I think one of the more talked about position battles is the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback battle. Uh, been labeled kind of as a three-man contest. I, you know, all respect to Mason Rudolph, who's done some good things. I don't think he's got an opportunity to secure that starting job. You've got the former Tar Heel, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, nobody did in Chicago. Gets a year to kind of sit and reset in Buffalo before joining the Pittsburgh Steelers. He came in as the favorite. Uh, then you draft Kenny Pickett in the first round, who's been nothing short of outstanding in the preseason. So I think we might disagree on this one, but uh, how do you see this quarterback battle shaping? Oh, you think we may disagree? I think we DJ. Uh, yeah. I think if we went back to that that dunk contest where Vince Carter won, I think you brought yeah. this analogy. It's like it's it's, it's over. over. Yeah, it's over. If, if if you watch if you watch Kenny Pickett play with the ones, because this was a big game because Mike Tomlin said, "Hey, we can get him a little work against the varsity." Okay, so you yeah. wanted to play against the Jaguars once. So I'm watching both guys play, and I know it's preseason and it's different. Um, Mr. Trubisky did good things. He was athletic, got the ball out or whatever. But this guy, Kenny Pickett, came in, and the game was not too big for him. The ball came out quickly. He was decisive. He did a good job of, like, standing in the pocket. He took a shot right in his face and tear-dropped it. DJ, this this dude has it. And I wasn't as high on him during the draft process, but watching him in Pittsburgh, I don't know how you can not start him because the offense flows with him. And if it's close between a young guy and a veteran, you always got to go with the young guy. Let's get the clock started. This guy has a chance, man. I I don't want to overblow it. 
this this guy has a chance to be special in this offense because it it just moves and operates differently when he's at the helm. All right, so here's where I'm going to agree with you, and here's where I'm going to disagree with you. Okay, I'm going to agree with you on everything you just said about Kenny Pickett and how well he's played and what we think he's going to be. I see all of it. Um, I thought he was the top guy in last year's draft. I thought he was the most ready to play. I mm -hmm. see all that stuff. And I think he's going to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a decade plus. What I don't agree with, though, is that he's got the job and the contest is over. I think this is Mitchell Trubisky trotting out there week one. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. I think they're going to let Trubisky roll for a little bit, and they're going to ease Kenny Pickett in, and I'll tell you why. you got a chance to see it up front. This offensive line, no bueno, okay? No good. No, no, no. And, and Trubisky's athleticism, once you start game planning um, and you can start doing some more zone read stuff, you can really move him around. And look, Kenny Pickett's a good athlete. We saw that with the fake slide last year. But Trubisky's a little more dynamic and a little, little more veteran savvy just because of the experience. I think that this is Trubisky's job to start the season. I think we'll see Kenny Pickett, um, but you know, and and we'll see how this all goes down. I think Kenny Pickett only starts a handful of games this year. I think they're going to let Trubisky ease this kid in, um, and I think they roll with Trubisky for a while. So maybe maybe you can you know by the time this gets posted, they've announced Kenny Pickett as a starter, and I'll, I'll look like a moron. Um, but I think to me, the athleticism uh, of your starter and Trubisky coupled with an offensive line that's just not very good. Um, I think it allows you to kind of ease the rookie in. Boo, party pooper <laughs> over there. Yeah. Boo. Oh, man, sorry. Let the young I'm sorry. Play. Sorry. Let the young I'm, sorry play. I'm trying play, to give Carolina play. fans some positive news no, because we go over no. the next month. It's not going to go up. 43,000 tickets have been sold, by the way, in Boone. That's really Somehow exciting. your AD, really I don't exciting. know who your AD is, but scheduling a road game it's in really Boone exciting. when they're going to put 43,000 people into that stadium, really that's exciting. a dumb move. You guys so play at Georgia really, State too. Who's making your schedule? You guys are on the really, road at really App State exciting. and at Georgia State. I mean, what are you doing? Matter. You guys it's like money Doesn't games. Matter. We for got bigger fish to fry right now. We got bigger fish to fry right now in terms of talking about Kenny Pickett. Now I cannot believe you can be the party pooper. We're yeah. draft guys. We love getting the guy, the no, young guys that. on the field. We, look, we don't do the red shirt thing. Put them on the field. Maybe. No. Maybe it's a situation that happens where maybe all of a sudden Mitchell Trubisky runs. Tommy out Maddox gets mouthpiece. hit. He, he, he can't find his mouthpiece, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, out trust Kenny Pickett, just like you saw with Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert. And before you know it, you're like, oh, we got to go with the young guy. I just, well, I, DJ, here's I, the I thing. Think, I think Tyrod Taylor had a punctured lung, by the way. I don't think it was yeah, a, I, a missing I mouthpiece. I don't, don't want to, look, I want to put that, I want to put that on my Tar guy, but I'm just saying, if you're looking at this, the conversation is so hard if you're the coaches because two yeah. games a guy has looked great. Kenny Pickett has the highest passer rating of any young quarterback in the preseason since 2015 2015 no. Dak Prescott is on that list so I'm I'm just saying he looks so good it's so easy and you saw it they're blitzing him they're bringing pressure and he is unfazed by it I think the thing that's most impressive to me was just a poise and I know he played a lot of games in college but he was unflappable and if I have an opportunity where it's close I'm gonna go with a young guy give the young guy an opportunity to get on the field and make it happen yeah, no, I, I can see what you're going to do or what I'm going to do. I'm saying what the Steelers are going to do. I, I think they're going to be, they're going to slow it down a little bit. And maybe they let him, and maybe they say, hey, week three, they let him go out there and start in the preseason. And, and maybe he just blows their socks off and they just say, okay, you know, we forced our hand. We got to do it. But I don't think they want to. I think they want to come. Oh, no, I don't think, that, I think because you know what? The conversation, the conversation with Mitchell is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, yeah. but. He also has to see and feel the momentum. 
DJ, they couldn't, they couldn't pee a drop. They couldn't gain a yard. Yeah. And I know it's pretty, they couldn't get a yard. Kitty Pickett comes in, they go right down the field. Same defense, same approach. Two-minute offense. He's finding Deontay Johnson. He's working the middle of the field. The ball is coming out. Everything that we talked about that you're like, hey, man, at his best, he's a touch, timing, and rhythm passer. Uh, the ball yeah, comes he's out. Joe, he's Joe Burrow light. DJ, he, he did all those things. And so I understand mm-hmm. wanting to keep him in bubble wrap and wanting to preserve him and wanting to wait, but I don't know, man, because I don't know if the team is going to allow him to do it. The players, you see how he's already got those guys coming over. I, look, it's a tough, tough job. That's why Mike Tomlin makes all the big bucks. I would be in a rush to go ahead and put him on the field because if it's close, I'm going to go with a young guy and let him go ahead and get the clock started. Yeah. All right. Well, we both agree on the fact Kenny Pickett's going to be a good player in this league. He's going to be the longtime starter. We disagree on when that timeline begins uh buck we uh, we've had a fun one today uh it's been uh, it's been great go through some of these rookies what we expect the uh, the ceiling and the floor conversation that we had there uh anything else you're looking forward to here a uh, final week of the preseason it's different now i mean from 10 years ago we saw third week of the preseason was the that was the, the trial run right and then you had the fourth week kind of rest your guys and get off to the season now we've got three games you get a whole week off and then everything kicks off. A lot of starters haven't been getting run in the preseason, but is there anything you're looking forward to here in week three? Well, I'm looking for a lot of guys to play this last preseason game like it's their Super Bowl. A lot of the unheralded guys, a lot of the misfits and cast-offs, the guys that are on the fringe, uh, this week may be a lar- largely ignored by the public, but they're going to be a bunch of guys that are really giving their all, trying to make and keep that dream alive, trying to make this roster. So it should be fun to watch. All right. Uh, as we get out of here, uh, Granada Hills Charter, we are 1-0 right now, correct? We had a big win. Yeah, we are 1-0. Who we beat? We got a dub. We beat Arlita. Beat Arlita 54-0. Okay. Did pretty Ooh. well. Man, we got a big one. Got a big right. game coming up. Westchester. Who Westchester. we got? Tough. Westchester. Okay. Westchester, the, com- the Comets. The Comets. Okay. Tough team. The uh, the Christian High Patriots JV team, 19-14. Big win against Ramona High School down here. They came back late okay. with like 30 seconds left. Uh, the young freshman got his chance, got out there. He played by, by like a dozen plays uh, outside linebacker, got himself a nice little tackle. Uh, I'll send you a little okay. video clip. Yeah, proud Papa Mark. Right. So he's there. Uh, we go. He's doing great. So we'll take the win. Vars didn't do, didn't do quite as good, but uh, we got to win. We got to no, win on the good. JV side there. So we'll, we'll take the dub. Building uh, the foundation. Right. Building the foundation. That's it. Future. We're looking at the future here. Uh, anyways, high school football is the best. Uh, absolutely love it. For those who don't know, Bucky's a head coach at, at Granada Hills Charter and uh, is doing a phenomenal job really getting John Elway's old high school program uh, back where it needs to be. Uh, so anyways, appreciate you guys hanging with us, and we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.